Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. Welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world, people sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, this morning we are talking to our very special guests, Elaine Trupetto and Mike Hill, and we'll be chatting about how to keep young people alive at 25 by stopping all of this distracted, distracted driving like I'm, I'm texting sorry, I, I, and I, phones. I, I, and I wasn't paying attention. I was distracted. You were. Well, are you texting? No, I can't. Shame I don't know on how. you. I don't know how. All right. <laughs> True story. Um, but the young people are very in love with their phones. They're, it's almost like it's another like attached piece of their body parts. And these wonderful people, Elaine and Mike, are here to give us some clues. But we're going to get into all that in detail right after these very important messages, so don't go anywhere. I won't. This tree was never chopped down because this crutch never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio. Over the past 20 years, Rotary Club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio. Now we are on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all. But we need your help. Thanks to an historic matching grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it, to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I'm Sarah O'Connell, your co-host, and I am joined by Jonah Trebowasser. Good morning. Good morning. That was mighty cheery. I am cheery. I'm always cheery when I have a chance to be with you and to speak to our wonderful listeners out there in Hudson Valley. Well, let's introduce them to our listening audience, Jonah. It's Elaine Trupetto and Mike Hill, and they are going to be talking to us about something that's very topical and very current. It's how to keep people alive at 25 by stopping all this distracted driving that they're doing as a result of the, I consider it addiction to their cell phones. I mean, it's like these kids have come out of the womb with the iPhone in their hand. <laughs> so uh, anyway, good morning, Elaine. Good morning, Sarah. And good morning, Mike Hill. Hi, how you doing? And can you tell us, Elaine, what exactly is this initiative you're involved in entitled Alive at 25? It is a nationally recognized program, evidence-based, that reaches out to kids between the ages of 16 and 24 years old in an attempt to intervene early and be able to get them thinking along the right tracks, particularly as it applies to distracted driving. I see. And when was this organization founded, or this group, or this you know, uh, program. collection, yeah. program of concerned citizens? When did this happen? 
Uh, well, there, there are numerous coalitions within our county that are facilitated by our agency, and I'll let Mike speak further okay. to the National Traffic Highway Safety Institute, which actually is the umbrella organization that rolls out a lot of these types of programs. I see. I think the common thread for a lot of the work that Mike and I do is prevention, education, early intervention, and enforcement to some degree, so that we are able to have an overall cover to the kinds of issues that kids automatically present. I mean, when you're talking adolescents and young adults, there are inherent risk behaviors that Mm -hmm. they demonstrate. I mean, they are curious individuals. What does that mean exactly, inherent risk behavior? Well, we know that the the brain doesn't fully develop until the age of about 25, and some... Actually, I didn't really know that, so... (laughs) Well, my wife, I'm, I'm sharing I'm learning, that with you. I'm my, learning. My, my wife and kids say that my brain hasn't developed at 63, so. <laughs> well, I would take issue with that, Jonah. But that being said, the, the, the brain science shows that um, fully all the neurons aren't fully connected until mm-hmm. about 24, 25 years old. So what does that mean? We all were at one time adolescents. We all know the kinds of um, knee-jerk decisions sometimes kids make. Very reactionary. Yes. Which is age-appropriate. Impulsive. Impulsive. And you're, you're saying that's all very age-appropriate. It is. But how, that, has, that neurology has transferred into this obsession with smartphones. Yes. That, I mean, we are a digital global world now. I got to tell you one funny story. This past Thanksgiving, the whole family is there and the 30 and under crowd in the middle of the dinner are doing with the thumbs. By the way, the the, the career of the future. And talking at the same time and eating well, their turkey Well, and the career else. of the future is thumb doctor because everyone's using the thumbs for this texting. Uh-huh. And my <laughs> 90-year-old mother-in-law says, if you don't put those things away. <laughs> and Good they for said, her. Yeah, yeah, grandma. All right. You know, they all like blanched. Um, well, Mike Hill, uh, first of all, tell us the, the, what organization you're with. Okay, I'm with Dutchess Community College, right. and uh, for the last 30-plus years, we won't talk age, uh, right. I've been the director of the drinking driver program for Dutchess Community College. So how, does the, gotcha. how does the drinking here's driver the, program get into... Here's the synergy into, now. Yeah, how does that connect with uh, distracted driving? Well, uh, the... you know. Traffic safety, you know, is, is the root of the, the whole issue, whether it be, you know, alcohol-induced traffic safety problems or behavioral non-alcohol right. or drug-induced problems. And the college has been uh, involved with all kinds of traffic safety issues over the last 20-plus years, whether it's defensive driving programs, uh, pre-licensing programs, the uh, traffic uh, safety programs related to bus safety, motorcycle safety. And this is a natural fit. This uh, The program, Alive at 25, is uh, sponsored by the Parent National Safety Council, who's right. the recognized leader across the country in terms of workplace and traffic safety. Uh, most people are familiar with, you know, the defensive driving classes. I'm going to lower my insurance. I'm going to take points off my license. And, you know, while it's the same parent organization, National Safety Safety Council. It really, the Alive at 25 is trying to focus on those specific behaviors for the younger driver as it relates to distracted driving, uh, not just associated with cell phones, but also the challenges. Well, that's what I wanted to ask. I mean, I know I hyper-focused on that just because I've been seeing things on the news about kids doing or young people, the new one of the trend, trending things, as it were, is to take a picture of yourself uh, while you're driving called a selfie. Word of the year. Is it really? It's the new word of (laughs) the year. And then, then I further learned that it's an ussy if it's two people behind, if the person sitting next to you leans over and you both 
mm-hmm. get in behind the wheel. That that's that's another wonderful uh, you photo learn, op. You learn something new every day. You listen to Radio Rotary. There you go. <laughs> I, so it's not just the the uh, smartphone uh, um, obsession. There are other things that distract. Um, young drivers as well. Um, Elaine, could you give us some examples of that? Sure. Uh, you heard Mike just mention uh, the the substance issues that uh-huh. often come into play behind the wheel. Uh, my agency, like Mike's, has been a- around for a couple of a- uh, decades. We are the New York State Office of Alcoholism and Substance Abuse Services prevention provider in mm-hmm. Dutchess County. And, and where are you located, just for the record? We are located here in Fishkill. Okay. Um, just a hop, skip, and a jump down the road from you. I don't oh, think you mentioned the name of the agency yet. It is the Council on Addiction Prevention and Education of Dutchess County. Right. Great. And uh, so, but to back to your question, Sarah, we there are many ways you can become distracted or impaired behind the wheel of a car. Uh, certainly, we've been, we have been talking about the cell phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've mentioned substances. If you take a look at OASAS rehab admissions for the 18 to 24-year-old age group, which is what we're talking about with Alive at 25, in 2007, those rehab admissions for that age group just for opiates alone, and that's prescription drugs and heroin, that number in 2007 for Dutchess County stood at roughly 160 young people. Wow. That number in 2012 stands at 698. Oh, boy. That's appalling. You know, see, I was thinking that all this drug abuse stuff was going down from, you know, having been a child, and I'm revealing my age now, of the 60s, um, being that age in this age bracket. You're younger than springtime. But, you know, where it really was the age of Aquarius, and and a lot of high, very common drug use and alcohol, and, you know, and of course, steps have been been made um, with prevention programs, and legally as well, with the law, they raise the drinking ages and all that type of stuff, but it doesn't seem to have impacted the usage. So is it, is it really prevention and education that is the key here? If you look at um, the president's federal commission that took a look at that question you just asked, what they looked at was the pairing of law enforcement with prevention and education as the two best tools to intervene early uh, mm-hmm. to affect change. So, Mike, what kind of things are you doing at, at Dutchess Community College? Do you, you do you have seminars, workshops? Talk a little bit more about that that's going on and your partnership with Karen, with uh, Elaine. Okay. Well, our primary focus is, uh, the, you know, tra- the traffic safety, the, the drinking driver program, and also most recently over the last three years, the uh, interlock monitoring program for uh, offenders convicted of DWI offenses who have to have the breathalyzers attached to their cars but it's all boils down to really traffic safety issues and the change in how we perceive ourselves and how the young younger drivers the inexperienced drivers you know have to react to this 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 traffic system out there and you see things like what the state has passed and many states have passed graduated driving licenses we've seen a couple let's explain for the people who don't know what that is and i don't know so please uh when a, a young person gets their traffic, uh, their, their license for the first time. This They're, is in New York State. In New York you're State talking. and okay. many other states. Uh, right. New York State is in, in the, the bushel of states doing good things. Uh, are not allowed to have other occupants in the car and are limited by the number of occupants they can have in the car until they've had enough driving experience to minimize the distractions created by multiple players. Uh, it, at first, it's limited to just you know relatives. 
uh, and it's limited in terms of numbers. I see. And then as a person gets more years under, under their, their belt, belt with e- a good record. Exactly. They are permitted to have friends as uh, passengers in a car because it boils down to distraction and the choices you make. And that's, I think, the different approach with the Live at 25 versus a defensive driving classes. It tries to function uh, or, or purpose itself on those issues that are choice-driven mm-hmm. versus you know, peer driven. And uh, I, it's been used in many places in New York State. Uh, Duchess is getting on the on board now in terms of doing it. And the effectiveness as reported by the participants themselves is is outstanding. Oh, great. Well, that's good news. At least there's some light. And we feel like there's some light at the end of the tunnel, because when you hear some of the stats um, that that uh, alcohol and drug usage is going up and people are leaping behind the wheels, it's 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 disheartening, to say the least. You know, we're going to find out more about the great services offered by our guests, uh, Elaine Trompetto and Mike Hill, in just a moment. But first, let remind our listeners that they're not being distracted. They're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is the lovely and delightful Sarah O'Connell and our very special guest, Elaine Trompetto. And Mike Hill. Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by JGS, your essential partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. Call them at 845 692 9500. And by Salisbury Bank, your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Visit them at salisburybank.com and by the featured Rotary Clubs of Nanuet, Newburgh, New Paltz, and Patterson, New York. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. Salisbury Bank and Trust offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess County, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community. Making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Check us out at SalisburyBank.com. That's SalisburyBank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel. CPAPC is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Welcome back to the second half of Radio Rotary this lovely morning. Hi, Jonah. Hi, Sarah. I'm Sarah O'Connell, the co-host. That's true. And you are? I'm Jonah Trebois. Because there was a little confusion earlier today oh, well, about I, who was whom. I've been straightened out. <laughs> but I, anyway. as, as so often, you have straightened me out. Anyway, we are talking to some uh, wonderful professionals and community people here, Elaine Tropetto and Mike Hill, and they're talking about a program called Alive at 25, which is an initiative to stop the distracted driving right. of people with, focused in that age group. 
So, Mike, we we were off mic, haha, no pun intended there. Uh-huh. And you brought up something, um, some historical information that was very some interesting. Numbers that some really, numbers, and they were kind of startling. Yeah. Can you bring? Can you talk talk sure, about that sure. now? It's really a lot about perception. You know, if you are a parent and you grew up at a different time, uh, and we all had parents and they grew up at a different time and different uh, vulnerabilities of uh, the the younger population. But the the point I was making earlier is that those of us who are in the parent group and have adult children who fall into the category of the 25-year-old and younger motors that we're targeting for this program, uh, you know, we reflect back on our memories and in the mid-70s and in the early 80s, we were losing 50,000 people a year on the nation's highways in all kinds of traffic crashes and fatalities. And it seemed at the time that that was just something you expected, that you would write off 50,000 people a year and uh, there's nothing you can do about it. And the number kept growing and growing and growing. And then we started making engineering improvements, legislative changes, things like seat belts, things like airbags, things like crumple zone technology. Well, we even slowed the speed limits down. I'm old enough to remember that. And then we brought them back up again. Uh, <laughs> and that was more to the oil crisis, I right. think, back at that time. But the issue was, you know, how do we stem the tide of these 50,000 people a year? And my reference point, uh, given my age and and, and was Vietnam, and we would lose 50,000 people over a 10-year period, put their names in black granite and have a a monument for them, well-deserved in Washington, D.C., and it tore the soul out of this country that I'm not sure is all the way back for a certain generation. And 50,000 people over a 10-year period of time, actually more like 56,000 on the wall, Mm -hmm. but we were losing that number every year on the nation's highways, and nobody seemed to care all that much about it. It kept growing. Well, as always, it takes somebody or some group of people to pull it together and raise the consciousness and to make people aware. Well, fast forward to now. Um, you know, we talk about things getting tougher and things getting worse, but actually the, the traffic safety numbers in the United States are better than they've ever been in recorded time. It's well, that's than, a positive. Less than 35,000 people died on the nation's highways last year due to all causes, and that's with more drivers driving more miles and more cars per square inch than has ever existed before. And I know from personal experience that's due in the Hudson Valley a lot to your work, Mike Hill, and a lot to your work, Elaine Trimpetto, uh, in, in this Alive at 25 initiative or the victim impact panel we'll talk about in the drunk driving program that you folks offer. But Elaine Trimpetto, let's now talk about what the Alive at 25 program is all about. First of all, how do you get the teenagers to get off of their uh, cell phones and the text messaging to come into the classroom? That's an interesting question, Jonah. One of the programs we run free of charge through our agency is called Teen Driving a Family Affair. Okay. We run it in all public schools in the county, and it's actually paired with school districts' parking permit applications, Ah, which is a huge carrot for not only the young person, but also the family. Mm -hmm. And what we have found through those, I mean, we, we probably reach upwards to 3,000 families a year in Dutchess County with that one program. And what we found is that parents and families are actually very interested in the information that we have to share. And it begins a further conversation Mm -hmm. once they leave that assembly room. Right. So that families can make some rules around what's going to happen in their own families. Okay. Uh, So... 
That's a one-shot deal. Alive at 25, as you heard Mike mention earlier, is a four-hour evidence-based program from soup to nuts, talking about the kinds of choices, we heard that word before, um, choices folks can make within the context of the kind of statistical information that we've been sharing, the kind of problems they will face on the road. Anything from the cell phones to the distracted driver of another car, um, heightening their awareness about the responsibilities that they each have once they're behind the wheel of that automobile, which under the wrong circumstances can become a weapon and and can cause tragedy in many people's lives. So if parents listening right now to Radio Rotary at home want to send their young person to the Alive at 25 program, how do they get in touch with you? What's the cost? That kind of thing. Okay, what we're going to be doing, this is a, a joint effort between Mike and the college mm-hmm. and our agency, CAPE, and uh, we are going to be offering, the rollout of this is going to begin in January, and actually we were sitting in your waiting room hammering out some <laughs> of the details on the flyers and Oh, the good. dates and the time. So, uh-huh. Mike, all is important in, information absolutely. that you're helping to get out to the to the greater audience, the greater community here. Go ahead. So, uh, we are going to have that information generated very quickly, and Mike and I are doing that in collaboration. So, we will have a flyer. We will have actual. And will this be on the website as yes, well? Yes, it will. And it, let's let's give that information while we're at it. Okay, I will offer mine, and then I'll let Mike offer sure. his. Uh, Cape can be reached at www.capeds. Org, or Next. we can re- be reached by phone at 845-765-8301. And I'll let Mike stick in his but, information. But before you do, Mike, CAPE is C-A-P-E-D-C.org. That's correct. Mike Hill. Dutchess Community College is uh, everywhere. We have a brochure that goes to every mailbox in the county uh, several times a year with each of our, our community services offerings. So the program will be run through Dutchess Community College, the Office of Community Services, and our number is 845-431-8900. Uh, so we'll have that opportunity to enroll people online as well as through the telephones and through the Internet. Okay, and folks so, at home, lots get of a, ways yeah. to get in touch. And folks at home, get a pencil and paper. We'll repeat that before the close of the show. So um, one way, of course, is that Dad has, folds his arms and has the keys in his one hand and says, you're not getting the keys to go to this program. What are some of the ways young people are uh, attending the program? Well, Orange County, and I know you have listeners in Orange County. Sure. Um, they have been doing this program for uh, over a year, mm-hmm. uh, maybe going in on two years now, and very successful when you know that uh, – well, the court system has uh, right. some play in here in terms of uh, traffic courts uh, recommending that uh, young motorists attend these programs to try and uh, mitigate future offenses. Okay. Uh, one story from the coordinator over in Orange County, uh, Krista Hale, who's been involved in their traffic safety initiatives for over 30 years as well. Hmm, common theme here is... <laughs> Uh, they had one court on one night, one traffic court in the town of, I'll say, at New Windsor, that the court clerk the following morning called up uh, Ms. Hale's office, who was also the stop DWI coordinator, and said, I just want to give you fair warning. Judge last night sentenced 55 people to come to your Alive at 25 program. Okay. Oh, my. Not because uh, there was anything going on kickback-wise, but because the 
uh, history of the program uh, in, in Orange County was such that the judge and the special prosecutor felt motivated to include this as a requirement for their conditional discharge in a traffic offense. So uh, there's traction behind this thing. Yeah, and, that sounds like that you've made an impression where it counts uh, and that everybody's working together to make to to forward this program, get the information out, and make young drivers accountable and more aware of you know they they can be their own worst enemies. Right. Well, let, let's be let's be frank about this. A couple of years back, uh, there was five teenage girls killed in an automobile wreck, and they were able to tell through timing by looking at the driver's cell phone that she, she was texting instead of looking where she was going. So she had her hands off the wheel and her eyes off the road. Uh, it's gotten so bad that last time I was on the Adirondack Northway, they renamed the scenic overlooks. They have little signs that say texting area, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, texting area one mile ahead. Um, I don't get it. What is so important? Somebody educate me. What is so important that it just can't wait till you get there? Turn the cell phone off, but leave your radio on this station because you're listening to Radio Rotary. But what, what's and the psychology here, Mike or well, Elaine? Well, that's the fundamental question is, is those of us who grew up without seatbelts had to learn to put seatbelts on and still to this day right. have to. Yes, and I am guilty. I once received a ticket within the past 10 years Shame. because I just didn't have my seatbelt on. Shame. You Let know, and I got nabbed around. because, well, but it's the truth. You're, you're right. It is that from a younger age, that conditioning. And I and, and I should have gotten the ticket. I wasn't following the I rules. I think you should go to the program because, you know, you still qualify. <laughs> well, we'd be happy 25. to have you, Sarah. <laughs> happy to have you. Well, I have four but adult I, children. Mm-hmm. And they have never known to get into a car without clicking their seatbelt. Right. So it's they, a different. It's a different. They philosophy. are always belted before I am. But the the issue is really is that it is almost an addiction. It's an obsession anyway with the smartphones. And as Elaine brought up very quickly, because we have to wrap up this segment, unfortunately. But to recap, is that there is new there are new studies and new scientific information to support the fact that it is basically becoming an addiction with the young younger people because they were born with a smartphone in their hand. Could be. Period. So Elaine Trumpetto and Mike. Hill, get your information out there again to the listening audience, how they can send their young people to Alive at 25 and learn about all the great things you folks are doing to keep people safe on the highways. Elaine? Sure. You can reach CAPE, the Council on Addiction, Prevention, and Education of Dutchess County at www.capedc.org, or you can reach us by phone at 845-765-8301. And Mike Hill. Dutchess Community College, Office of Community Services, phone number 845-431-8900, or refer to the spring 2014 brochure that will be coming to every mailbox in Dutchess County uh, the first week of December. Uh, We'll have a blurb in there. Or you can look at your favorite search engine and just Google Dutchess Community College, and there we are. Well, Elaine Trumpetto and Mike Hill, thank you so much for everything you do to keep people safe on the highways, and thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Thank Thank you you. for having us. And Sarah, who keeps us on the road every week by sponsoring Radio Rotary? Well, Jonah, our steering committee this week (laughs) is Radio Rotary Sponsors, and that's JGS, your central partner for all of your accounting and business consulting needs. You can call them at 845-692-9500 and by Salisbury Bank and Trust, your local bank for all of your personal business and wealth management needs. Call them at, oh no, you need to visit them at, SalisburyBank.com. I was distracted. You see that? Put the cell phone away. And by the Rotary Clubs featuring, featured today of Hyde Park Highland, Kinderhook Tri-Village, and Millbrook, New York. 
For Sarah O'Connell, our, my co-host Jay Verzi, our superb engineer, this is Jonah Trebowasser thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. Hudson Valley Rotarians invite you to support Shelterbox USA as they provide disaster relief aid for victims around the world. Shelterbox disaster response teams are on site assessing people's needs and ensuring that your invaluable support goes directly to those who need it most. For more information and to donate, go to ShelterboxUSA.org. That's ShelterboxUSA.org.